We know that we're not the first generation to understand that the effects that we're having on the environment n might not be ideal for future generations. And today we're going to talk about a book written by Dr. Seuss. It's less than 100 pages long. And many of you probably are already familiar with the premise. So it's called The Lorax, and it was released in the early 1970s. And it's something that really makes you think about the effect that we are having on the world and just how many fewer trees there are as a result of humans. So the story of the Lorax goes that people are not conscious of how many trees they're cutting down and the Lorax tries as hard as he can to warn them about the importance of the forests being there and the value that they provided to people. But in a need for consumerism in the world of advertising, uh, and as seen in our time period in the world of the digital world where you can buy things instantaneously, what we find is that we tend to overlook the warning of people who understand the importance of the environment to our health. And so if we do not collectively act together to protect the environment, we're going to find ourselves in a similar situation that the Lorax finds himself in, trying to warn people but not really getting anywhere. And he speaks for the trees. He warns of dire consequences of environmental mismanagement. And he speaks about all of the different tendencies that we have within our society that help us to ignore just how obvious this lesson is for all of us. We have excessive industrialization. We have people using more than they need. And that's a very, very strong point that the book makes is that oftentimes many of the things that we consume, we don't even need. And given the number of people on Earth, we're going to have to take some massive reconsiderations about the amount of space each of us takes up. So he attacks advertising and capitalism. And what he suggests is that if we're not careful, if we don't change our course of action, if we don't make it so that the way of being amongst everyone changes drastically, that we won't really have trees and birds and fish left. And... Granted, this book was written in the 70s, and it was about a year after Earth Day was made that the book was released. So truly, this is when people were first discovering some of the big changes that we need to make, but they still exist in our society today. And so, a lot, like, a lot of the... Another animal I'm sure almost all of you guys are aware of is the woolly mammoth. It's the last line of the mammoth species that was able to survive on Earth, which is very similar to humans, much in the way that they believe that there are six other species of humans, yet we're the last to survive. So if artificial intelligence winds up being as powerful as many people believe it to be, that might be the same fate that humans face. And so the last remains of woolly mammoths were in Siberia and Alaska, but they can be seen in cave paintings even in Western Europe, like in Spain and France. And in these paintings, they're depicted as 11 feet tall, 12,000 pound animals, which is relatively similar to the size of an African elephant. Maybe not as large as everyone imagines them to be, but what's wild about them is that much in the way that you can tell how old a tree is by looking at the number of different rings within a tree as it falls down, each ring representing a year and then the size of the ring representing how many nutrients the uh, sun and water gave the tree, same as the nutrients in the ground, what we find is that mammoths have the exact same tendencies amongst their tusk and you can actually determine how old they were and what type of nutrients they gather during each year of their life from looking at their tusk what's wild about their tusk is that it's currently selling for 400 dollars a pound in siberia 
This is an astonishing amount, especially considering that it's legal to find them. The first skeleton that was found that we have documented was in 1799. And even if you're a kid, you can still have an opportunity to find one. In the early 2000s, a Russian 11-year-old was able to find a 30,000-year-old skeleton while walking his dogs casually. But what we know about the last woolly mammoths that were left back for us to discover is that their resting place, the last place that woolly mammoths exist before they came extinct, was on Wrangell Island. There were 500 to 1,000 of them about 4,000 years ago. And so the context of this sort of leads into our fun fact. Woolly mammoths, as I mentioned before, were around even in 1650 BC at Wrangell Island in the Arctic. And what this means is that while the Egyptian pyramids were being built, mammoths were running around the earth. That's today's interesting fact for free speech, the Natural United podcast. If any of you guys come up with ideas or maybe even questions that you have for future episodes, feel free to reach out to us at Natural United on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube. Thank you guys for your time and we'll see you very soon.